You're listening to another Mariners podcast by the fans and for the fans with news and views on the Claret and Blues. Yeah, no one, man. Have a listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Mariners podcast. It's been a while. It's actually been a while since we've been around a table and we are around another table tonight. We are around Ronnie's pool table, which is looking undercover. Um, welcome everybody. It's um, we're ten games into the Kevin Phillips regime. It's been uh, a regime so far of a few ups and sadly a few downs. Um, alongside me, as always, the evergreen Ronnie P. Ari, <laughs> <laughs> hello. You yeah. alright? Yeah, yeah. Good. Good thanks. Um, we've got Matthew in the background as well, providing support. Um, so, Ronnie, uh, 10 games now into the Kevin Phillips reign. Um, started off at Warrington with a real a real bang, really. There was a lot of energy. Uh, we were there and uh, yeah. it, it all got well, didn't it? And then, of course, we play the home game on the on the Tuesday night. We, um, we play Whitten Albion. A comfortable 3-1 win and you think, oh, happy days. You're thinking of all the manager bounce then, and you like, like yeah, uh, which I believe is statistically inaccurate. You know, it's is a it? myth. Yeah, is it a myth? I've done some statistics on it. Anyway, but you sometimes get it, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, this is great—a new positive vibe on and off the pitch. Everything was looking great. Because uh, then we we go to Buxton, and it was it was horrible. Yeah, I mean, just minging. But oh. the performer, you know, the lads battled in atrocious conditions. Uh, took the lead twice, should have won, should yes. have won. Yes. Uh, Hodgson missed the sitter, and I'm not yeah. sure about that goal. I don't know if it was in or not. No, probably not. But you know, enough about that. We'll we'll leave that alone. That's for another time. Yeah. Um. So you a good battling point away from home, and you think right, we're up for Morpeth. Um. Yeah. And obviously you missed that. Mm-hmm. You were at uh, somewhere else. Somewhere elsewhere. else. Elsewhere. And uh, side joined us. Yes, Callum Ross joined us, um, and we we started quite well as it happens. Both teams wanted to play, and it was a decent first half. Probably should have took the lead. I, th- was, I know Sai thought particularly Will Jenkins and Will McGowan teamed up very nicely, which they did in the first half. Mm-hmm. But then second half, we give the penalty away, and it's like whenever we see, whenever we go a goal down we never seem to be able to pick it up quickly no away from home especially uh, it's like we just lost our way completely until Morpeth decided to give us a chance by starting to kick us literally um, and went down to nine men which is ludicrous but and, and again um, Sam Hodgson missed a sitter and, and, and you think, well, okay, we've lost. It's our, it's Kevin's first defeat. The manner of the defeat was kind of not worrying because it was almost inevitable in some respects when you consider who we were up against and we go a goal down. You know, with, with teams like Morpeth, uh, you can't give them any kind of sniff. Mm. You've got to put them under the pressure quickly, take your chances, and if you do that... We 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 seen when we did that at home, at right? Home, yeah, they, yeah. They 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 start to get rattled. Well, we schooled them really for that. Spell, yeah. Didn't but but if you let them, if you let them dictate, you, it's gonna be hard for you. Uh, it was it was naughty at times. I mean, um, Johnson was twisting Jordan Hunter's <laughs> arm to see. Oh, just testing. This is ridiculous. It was absolutely crazy. Um, but obviously that they've come unstuck a little bit with they were down to nine men that night. They were down to nine men again on Saturday and. A disciplinary record probably going to come back to bite them and ultimately stop them from getting a playoff place. There are many ways, you know. I know lots of people don't like the way they play, but sometimes when you don't have the the talent, you've got to think of other ways to, to play. But they do have some talented players. In the first half of that game, you know, there was some good stuff played by both teams. Um, but but for me, the the thing that really has kind of knocked me during. The, the last few weeks was like the performance at Michelover, you know. I mean, that was it wasn't even awful, it was like it was a non end, it was an, a nothingness about it. 
Like they were on in good form. But I, I hope people, if there's people listening from other clubs, I don't mean this to be kind of elitist and, and arrogant, but Mickelover were awful. They were awful, apart from the apart from Bevan. Bevan was really, really, really good. And that one other kid in midfield in the first half, yeah. who had to go off at half time. And then, yeah, the yeah. kid who came on. It was horrendous. Horrific. Yeah, but I mean, we, we just let them off. We let them off. Because if I remember now, we had about, didn't we have like about 25 crosses? Mm-hmm. Well, they weren't even crosses. All but two were either hit the first man, and most of them went flying out mm-hmm. for, for a win. Well, at one point, you counted 18. Yeah. It was just they were trying to like they thought I think they thought they were playing FIFA putting like finesse and, <laughs> on the ball. It's like just pass the thing. You don't need to curve it or put a bit of uh, oh, fade on it. The amount of like they were trying to be the wall trying to be quarterbacks, weren't yeah, they? And trying yeah. to you know yeah. it, it, it was awful. It really, and it was it was middle over being in decent form. But I'd like to know who they beat because they were decidedly average. Totally, um, and we. We that night. Oh, they, they got some man sent off as well, didn't they? That guy like, was it? crazy, wasn't he? Like mental in. He's, crazy. He's unstuck mentally, unhinged in. We could tell from like the 20th minute that he was bad news. Oh, well, I said, didn't I? Yeah. And then he, he well, it was only the big, what's it called him again? The big lad at um, Mickelover. I used to play league football. Um, big black lad, huge fella. It was only him who managed to get him in oh, the dressing room. Yeah, yeah. Paolo, 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 Paolo Mills. Yeah. It was only him who managed to get him back in the dressing room. Oh. He was completely, completely hat stuck. He just lost his, uh, lost his mind. But they gave, you know, down to 10 men. And, um, well, I think had we played there till midnight, we wouldn't have scored. Uh, it was that bad. There was, I think there was one cross by Jordan Hunter that was any good, along the ground, but couldn't get our foot on it. You know... I think I remember saying at the start of that game, it's great that we've got most of our first choice players playing. Because back in back in the early part of the season, you're thinking, all we need is our two full-backs, mm. our mid, full midfield and the forwards. Oh, we're going to skate it. It's just... Not it's there, like it? uh, one step forward, two steps back mm. sometimes, isn't it? Well, at the minute, it's two forward, one, one back, back, definitely. Because we then play Matlock... Um, on the Tuesday night, the night when, uh, tragically, mm-hmm. um, Kevin's friend and a gentleman I have come to know in recent years, Keith Havelock, suddenly passed away. Yeah. Um, so it started off with sort of sadness that night, but the performance, um, Matlock were very one, very one-dimensional. I mean, very, very one-dimensional. And we were comfortable winners in the end. And you think, yeah, we've done it. Again. And then... <laughs> We beat, we we get the Nantwich and get and go two 0 down. You think what's that all about? Uh, just so frustrating. But the, the good thing about that Nantwich thing, uh, first of all, Matlock, right? I can't quite believe that we're fighting for top spot with Matlock because seen them twice now, and okay, they've got that big lad up front who scored against us at first cloud, but. Uh, God, like I can't see anything in no, there. No, there's nothing to, to us. I mean, Luke, Luke Daly looked a shadow of his former oh, self. I mean, that's so sad to say. He looked oh. so unfair. I think, he's had it, I think he's been ill and, oh, just a shadow of his former it's, self. It's very sad. Um, but they've got, they offered nothing. Yeah. Um, but then, then obviously, the Nantwich game, you're 2-0 down. You're thinking, oh, we've done it again. Like, Messed it up again. Did you think though that during that game where you thought we are going to get something out of this? I game? thought I thought if we got one goal, we would get plenty, and we did. And JJ, like JJ, came to the party, and that second half we played really well. And you know what? The mood around the club after that that was, was really good. That took us back two three years. That particularly after the game, yeah. The the feeling around the place was was class. Yeah. Really, really good, really positive, and you're thinking, right, this is it. This is our FC United Manchester experience that yeah, we're yeah. bringing back. We're gonna go on. Uh, yeah, a similar kind of lots of goals, and then obviously karaoke on the night, which is the same. <laughs> it was Nathan's twenty first as well, yeah. so it was a good. It was a you know, it was a great day. The whole day was just class, and it, it took me back two or three years. It's great, and you think 
right, we've showed our metal today, we've just put a marker down, we're 2 nil down, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it, mm-hmm. we'll do it. And then, Ashton United, now, we said at the at, um, when we were driving home from the Michelover game that we weren't going to Ashton, we felt pretty low. And the thought, the yeah. thoughts of going to Ashton United it's just tough. didn't appeal. It's tough. It was, and we decided that we weren't going to go. Um, like nothing sports. to do with the feedback on the country, by the way. Just to <laughs> 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 too, too jokey. You know, I got wrong for being too miserable after the Morpeth game. I have it out. Kind of weird. I, I just, I don't mind really. You've got to take the yeah, yeah. I'm not bothered. Hey. I, I love the way lots of people came. Around. Yeah, it was, well, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks everyone. Yeah. At the end of the day, any criticism, whether it's constructive, whether it's exactly. positive, negative, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's all about opinions, and everyone's entitled to their opinion. We're giving our opinions now. You might not agree with us, but yeah. tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so after the Michelin, we were driving home, feeling pretty down. Uh-huh. And then, of course, I'm gassing you. On the oh, way home. yeah. Um, so I apologise for that on air. I mean, my clothes still smell. I've washed them three, three times. Well, it, I think, I think, I think the shake that was on the pitch just came back into the car. Oh, and I, you picked that up. <laughs> um, and, and so Ashton United, right? We're on a crest of a wave now. We've beaten Matlock. We've beaten Nantwich. Come on! And then they produced that. Now we weren't there, but I listened to the to the commentary, um, and the words that really stuck in my, well, what was the comment, the words after Ashton took the lead, the commentator said something like, all of a sudden, Shields are shown urgency. And I'm like, whoa. And then the feedback from fans on the various forums afterwards just said, I got some, I got one or two text messages as well, diabolical. And you think, why, how, and Kevin, you know, came out with the tiredness and the bus journey. Well, that might be the case. You're shaking your head, Ronnie, but look, at the end of the day, they are human beings. However, my beef is the minute they decided to go full-time, mm. took away any excuses. Yeah. So the players might have been tired, the players might have been struggling after a bus journey, but the fact that the club are full-time makes any possible excuse irrelevant now? Well, I don't know why you would need to make an excuse. I think that there's no room for excuses when you do a performance like that. It's like you've got to take it on the chin mm. and be accountable for it and own it. And Kevin said also he couldn't fault the lads for effort. Now, I wasn't there, but we were at Michelob and he said the same thing. Mm. Might have put a shift in, but the perception was they didn't. Well, they didn't in Mickelover. No, you can't tell me that um, all of those players at Mickelover were on their game and trying the best they've ever did, especially like when we've seen them against Nat, which is mm-hmm. not second half. It was, it was like there was no energy there. There was no fight. There was very little. So, right. We're full-time. We made, so we went full-time in the summer and immediately the Northern Premier League clubs thought, aye, aye, Oh, Billy Big Bollocks here. Target we on our back. Yeah. We were already huge, a huge, yes. you know. And all of a sudden we make ourselves bigger and a bigger kind of, and a higher perch to fall from. And time and again this season we've kind of fallen off the perch a little bit because clubs are lifting their game 10%. Oh. Every team lifts. Now this game's going on tonight as we speak. You wonder how Ashton will... Will you know what they'll come up with tonight? Um, but there's no doubt about it. Every single team, because we are South Shields, because we are full time, because we are professional, they're classing us as a, as a giant killing. Oh, yeah. You know, we, it's a giant killing act. In your, all, in your own league, they're up for it every time. Yeah, <laughs> you don't really see a team come to the first cloud and just like crumble. They're always just mm-hmm. fighting. Or we might like get the better of them and the heads drop a little bit, but but you've got to win the fight on your first. That's it. You've got to win the fight. You've got to earn the right yes. to, to prove you're better by just equaling, by matching your opponent in terms of effort and endeavour. And if you do that, your natural ability should bring you through. You say natural ability. I agree with you. However, there's been some horrendous technical mistakes yes. to give away goals. Mm. 
which shows that maybe our technical ability isn't as good as what you think it is. Well, for me as well, another another factor for me is uh, recruitment. Uh-huh. Yeah. The recruitment in the summer was wrong. Um, no disrespect to any player who's come in. They're all good footballers. You know, Jack Bodenham's really beginning to really show his stuff. You know, but you we basically brought in young kids because of the full time model. Mm-hmm. And so we've replaced Phil Turnbull with who would be the nearest like for like. I don't know. McGowan, Conte. Conte. Will's a good player, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. Very talented. Which took them a while to settle yeah. in. Which it was going to take them all. It's going to take them all. But we haven't got time to let them settle in. No. We haven't got time for that. Yeah. So um you lose Lee Mason, you bring in Connor T, and you know, younger, energetic. But hasn't got the the wherewithal, hasn't got the match savvy. No, that not, this, not this level. Not this level. Um, so I, 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 it stems. If we go back. You know, we're still top of the league. <laughs> Don't get you know, we're, we're top. Technically, it's in our hands. But a full time team at this stage of the season in a part time division mm-hmm. should be nine to twelve points clear. Would that be fair? Or am I being a little bit... On paper, yes. In reality, I think we've had enough chances. If we just performed, like, let's just say, three games out of the, what, nine or ten that we've been poor, then that's that's your nine points, right? Um, so I'm thinking about eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I'm like... To me, it's <laughs> the facts are there, right? We, full-time... Loads of experience in this league. Loads of experience at the top of the league. I was just saying before, uh, off air, the teams that we're playing now are nothing like Farsley and Warrington we used to be. No. Nothing like the Matlock on that good. Buxton are pretty uh, inconsistent. <laughs> so you've got all that, and yet we're still leaving it to the I mean this I think this club may always leave it to the last minute it's just in the DNA there's always got to be like some kind of drama which you know it keeps the excitement up but I think for all of us after what happened in the last two years we could just do with that certainty of yeah absolutely no worry to disappear um, no, there was at Stafford on Saturday you weren't there only you were elsewhere, elsewhere. again um, again <laughs> yeah leaving his only Todd this time <sighs> Sally was running room fields and oh, sorry, you know. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, there was mixed feedback on Saturday. I actually thought we did all right on Saturday. Yeah. Um, on a very, 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 very difficult pitch. It was one of those. It it was like a late February, early March game, but it was like being played on a a Bent's Park late April midweek Sunday League type of bubbly pitch, and. Um, nobody could play football at all you couldn't you just couldn't um, and I thought we were up for the battle um, okay. we were up for the battle and we should have won again we missed sitters yeah. um, Dylan was, came at him quickly in the second half that cross Cooper should have put a put a put a blasting big hole in the net with a volley from 12 yards um, but on the whole, I thought, you know, the end, I mean, the, the moment where Darius chased the fullback 50 yards and, and won the ball in the corner, that epitomised the performance. I thought it was mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. On the whole, on a difficult day, it was a bit blustery, the wind was blowing, the pitch was poor. So it was a good point, but it was made to look not as good because of the defeated Ashton. Yes. Had we got something from Ashton, yeah. it would have been a very, very good point on Saturday. But as it is, it was an okay point. So then we know. Other teams have caught up on us. Other teams have caught up, and now we'll go to Basefed on Saturday. Well, we should play well in a 3G, but we lost. We lost at Morpeth and we lost at Mickelover on 3G. So. The Mickelover pitch was very quick. It was. It was very, very. The ball kept going out, but we we were overhitting the ball. As you have to learn how to. We were trying to finesse the ball. the thing I like about Briggsy on those pitches, he puts a bit of backspin on it. He's intelligent enough mm-hmm. to do it. There's a word, intelligent. Now, yeah. I'll stop you. Because okay. I think we've lost some intelligent players. Yep. And the, the players we've brought in aren't as intelligent. 
Phil Turnbull is probably the most intelligent midfielder oh, in, 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 in non-league football. He's been one of the best non-league North East players there's probably been for a long, mm. long time. That's no disrespect to any player's ability, but it's about the intelligence as well. Well, he's been around for a while, you know, he's got the t-shirt, he knows how to play. He even knows how to play in that midfield when he had very little pace, which shows you yeah. how good He bought himself two yards. He bought he? himself two yards in the, in the head. And then, you know, yeah, I agree with you about the full-time thing. It's There's no need for it. And then you look on the uh, website and or Twitter and then we've got like a new exec board member. You're like, like are we just, why do we have to do these things so early where you just become even more of a target? Well, I, I don't know. Jamie Williams has just left and we wish Jamie well. Yeah. Um, very well. Lovely lad. Did a lot for, for us. Did a lot for us. Yeah, very. And, uh, I'm gonna miss Jamie definitely. Um, so maybe that that was a replacement. Who knows? Well, but like, this it, it is an executive. Yeah, but it, it, it's true. We're doing a lot. You know, the infrastructure off the pitch, but we're only we're only going to be as good as what we are on the pitch, and everything that's being put in place is for the next level. Oh, but we've got to get there. Gamble. What if we don't get promoted? <sighs> or cry my eyes out. What if we don't? I mean, it's going to be a real. <sighs> Um, a test of fans, not patience, but demands of other things, isn't it? It's like if you know, we look at what's happening at St James's Park, mm. we look at other just things in the world. You know, people have there's more things for people to do in the world now. There's there's you know back in when we were kids, what are you going to do on a Saturday afternoon? You're going to go to football. There's nothing else. Because all, all, all the budget, like all the some of the spend and the forecasts will be based on getting promoted which means you might it, it's not impossible for us to have dipped into the funds for next season mm. to get like maybe in rich rose or something because the recruitment at the summer was so poor we've had to get him and huber in yeah which you're probably you're probably borrowing from the future for that and then uh, and then obviously the stand i, I mean that cost a fortune that stand so there's, there's loads of gambles let's list them out right full time Huge gamble. Mm-hmm. Has it paid off? No, so. it's a failure in right. my view. That hasn't paid off. New stand. Gamble. Only really works fully if we get promoted. So it's a, it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. New manager that doesn't have the uh, the experience of this league. It's so late in the season. Uh, that's a gamble. So he, there's quite a few gambles being taken mm-hmm. here. And uh, oh, the players that were brought in, they were all gambles because... By default, all of these young kids that came in have been let go by their clubs at a young age, yeah. which and they've been statistically all, means yeah. that only a little few percentage will ever like go again because most of them, the high percentage of them, will just kind of head go down and then that'll be it. They'll they'll fall out of football. Yeah, what the, to me, actually the first mistake. We'll go all the way back. I mean, let's. We're still top of the league, you know. We, we might yet get promoted, but we should be sitting here at this stage of the season with nine games to go, sitting pretty. Yeah. If we're honest, if we're brutally honest. Yep. Full time club, etc. 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 And I don't buy this. It's a it's a tough league. The, well, the, it is a tough league. But not both. Too, that not that tough. It. It's, it's not that very, tough. It's the I think pound for pound, it's the toughest league in England. Pound for pound. Yeah. But, but we're not pound for pound. <laughs> but we're not pound for and this is our fourth stab at it. Fourth stab at it, and this is the seventh step, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's the seventh step for a reason, Chris. It's... So my my beef goes all the way back to last summer when the Aaron Thompson was dispensed with. I, I said then it was a massive mistake. Graham Fenton had his misgivings about Aaron. But I tell you something, he would have made a massive difference this year with his energy, his drive, his purpose, and his ability. He he carries the ball forward uh, in an intelligent way. Mm -hmm. And whenever he came on, he he, he made something happen. And I couldn't understand it. The other one, Chris, is taking the captaincy off Briggs. It's like... It took him a while to recover from that. In fact, it took a, a manager to go for him to fully get back. It, it, there was no need for it. It's like, you know, I He's think, been our best player, uh, you know, over over a four-year period. 
And he's had his ups and downs. I, I, there's been moments where I've thought, oh, is he finished? Is he yeah. done? But, you know, year after year, he puts performances in. When when Kevin came in, you could see he had a smile on his face, Briggsy, and he, but you could still see it was a split second off the pace because he hadn't played much. But, the, the you know, the, 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 the stuff he can do. But for, the other thing is, actually, it took too long to get certain players into the right positions. Mm. The formations, playing one up front. No, you got Sam no. Hodgson up front on his own against these big six that, foot six yeah. centre. I mean, against Mid- middle over who fire and rockets into them, like into them, for like a six foot five person might have got on the end of it, like Peter Crouch or something. Mm. He's got no chance. Mm. But that then makes him look bad. He make, he feels like he's not contributing, mm-hmm. but he's literally had no chance. Mm. And he was in the box, but the balls are flying off his mm. head. His job was to get in that box, and he was. I think they had one, did he have one chance, one cross from mm. Jordan? That was it. Got took off for a bigger lad. Mm. Uh, it didn't really make any difference. <laughs> look, if you look at that Michelover game, the broad Darius on, wide left. Oh, What's yeah. that about? Doesn't work. Will Jenkins playing wide. He yeah. wide play. He plays through the middle. He strolled. And it's it for these young kids, you've got it, it's hard enough for them mm-hmm. being young. Not not playing them in their favourite position or their pick by position is even harder. Well, we've been massive advocates of these young kids. Yes. We wanted Sam Hodgson to start. We wanted Will Jenkins to start because they're genuinely good footballers and they're good athletes as well. They know they know this league as well. Yep. They know this league. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna quote a word called mismanagement, uh, and it's not like there's a slight mismanagement I think with how they've been utilised this season. Um, Hodgson's goal per minute ratio, oh, yeah. phenomenal. But he's missed a lot of chances lately because he's probably had a dip in confidence and a dip because he, like you've just said, wasn't getting the service. He probably thinks he's not playing well yeah. when it's actually not his fault. Yeah. Will Jenkins has come back from a long-term injury. You know, he was really at it before his injury. He came back and he started doing quite, uh, you know, doing okay. He was tailed off slightly, but again, it's Will McGowan was in great form. Yeah, he's just. But he hasn't been seen for three or four games. The thing about the rest, no, are the resting them, are the resting the will, which is fine, but had they been utilised better throughout the season, mm-hmm. probably would have found better ways to rest them strategically. Yeah, it's this thing about <clears throat> that you know, on, on these young players, and, I, and I'm biased because I think they're great, especially Sam because he's a natural born goal scorer, and that's what you need mm-hmm. at all times, right? So you, you, you'll, you'll come on, you'll score, you get his game, you'll score, you'll score again, but then you won't score, and maybe have a bit of a poor game, mm-hmm. and then he's on the bench. It's like, oh, it's like, it's it's brutal. Stick with him, mm-hmm. stick with two up front, JJ and Sam, unless one of them get injured. Why not? Like, there's no need to tinker the team all the time. It's like, sometimes it's better just to stick with a partnership at the back. The front and in the middle, especially at this stage of the season. Um, but again, it, it, I think it all stems from recruitment. You know, from, from it does, the, it does it's stem a from recruitment. It's not going to get domino effect. And then, of course, we bring we bring JJ in, so we bring Mitch Rose, um, JJ Hooper, Cedric May. Now, um, I still feel Cedric shouldn't be a South Shield footballer. I think he should have been sacked. Mm-hmm. And the minute you took them, you didn't have the right boots at Aberdeen. Um, so that's a bee in my bonnet. And I can't get rid of it. And the bugger's always injured. Mm. You never see him. Has he? Has he got? Has he got? Has I mentioned the word minerals on another forum somewhere? Has he really got the minerals? Does he really want it? He's always injured. You never be, fit. You got to be present. You got to be there. You got to be playing the so, so if you look at all the recruitment, you look at Cedric. You look at Masanka. All these players. All these players with massive lists of clubs on their CVs. What does that tell you? They start really, really well, and then tail off. Mm-hmm. It's, mm-hmm. it's a so Masanka's got the ball. People have been crying for him to come back. Not for me. Doesn't mm-hmm. cut it for me. Mm-hmm. No way. I wouldn't have him back. He hasn't. He hasn't. Maybe he had a couple of games, good games in the start of the season against Scarborough and all that. But, but again, that's him. That's him. What he's done, like like at other clubs, done well. Got himself a deal. Gets yeah. his feet under the table. And then, and then just, just relaxes and just goes through the motions, picks up his pay packet and happy days. Do you think there's a semblance of South Shields becoming a, an easy 
touch in terms of not the biggest money, but I get decent money. Easy money. And it's easy. The agents will be all over us, I think, at that. Uh, oh, well, as soon as the point. announcement was made, the phone rang off the hook. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Um, and, and that is where agents, more, normally, normally, most of them, mercenaries, which means that players become mercenaries. Of course. Now, players like Aaron Thompson, you know, we'll go, th- we'll go through a list as long as you're on. But um, I'm not for one minute suggesting all of our players are mercenaries at all before anybody says anything. But the perception of what we see from recruitment is Shields are now a professional club and we're getting professionalisation in terms of you know, working with agents, working with different players from different areas, and and these players are being found out. I think, I think sometimes I just let the stats and the data talk, and and we'll have to get Darren Tin off on the case. But if you look at how many players we've got from under twenty threes, I'm going to say at least eighty percent haven't got it. Mm-hmm. So there you go. It's like rather than our opinion, just look at the stats. I think it might even be higher. I think Bodlam's cut it to a certain extent. Yeah, he's done well, Jack. John Hunter, he's cut it. Well, if we didn't get promoted, I I don't think he'll be a Shields player next season. He's got his career to think about. Of course he has. He turned something down, didn't he, for that contract? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. there's a reason for that, because he was expecting to climb the league. Mm -hmm. He loves the club, you can tell. Right, I'll give you a scenario. Two, Two years ago, and that's actually... It's coming up to the two-year anniversary of the FC United game. Okay. So two years ago, South Shields were sitting pretty at the top of the Northern Premier League. Worthing were sitting pretty at the top of the Ishmael League. Yep. Two years on... Both got null and void. Both got yeah. null and void. You know, both. And, and there's, there's, you know, we get on... I, I do the podcast with the lads from Worthing. Yep. They, Jeff Thompson was on their podcast, and we've, we've worked with them. Good set of lads. Um. Worthing are 10 points clear at the top of the Ishmael League. Yep. There you go. <laughs> they're, they're, they're similar. Are they similar to us? Have they got like a bit of money in? A little bit. But yeah. they're, part of, they're, they're, they're a fairly affluent, established yeah. Ishmael League club. But um, they are doing what they did two years ago and they're doing what Farsley did. They're relentless. This is the poorest standard league I've seen. In the four years, mm. uh, yeah, there's no one that's really stood stood out consistently. Not consistently. We've had the odd, the odd good like FC United uh, in August. Uh, Buxton look good at every now and again, but not good. I mean, if you look at the game at Buxton, their back four didn't even want to play football. They, they were frightened on the ball. Oh yeah, remember? Yes. Like we're just humping it up, aren't um, we? Let's have a look. Uh, who else we got? Atherton? No. Um, who else? No, there's nothing there. Nantwich. I mean, Nantwich, when we played them at their place, played 5 5 0. Oh, yeah. I mean, and we couldn't break them down. Um, I mean, I, I, I think that Matlock and Buxton are probably going to put even more pressure on us because they don't have that but many, they're not that good they're not but they don't have that they've got some pretty easy fixtures coming up uh, they've, got to, they've got to play each other mind got to play each other um, but in Bamba Bridge who hammered us they are now going uh, right back in the bed uh, I mean the next the next two games I, I don't think like, yeah I'm sorry I'm moving on to no 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 it's fine no we've got Basefed on Saturday yes and then Lancaster next Tuesday away so, mm, like massive games then huge I think, I think Saturday the fact that it's going to be on a reasonable surface makes it a must win game because you then go to Lancaster on the Tuesday where the pitch is awful um, and we've got to get at least three points out of the next two games so well, I think, at least four points I'd well say. I think I think Saturday's must win it, it's, because yeah. of all if you then look at the other away games we've got Gainsborough FC United, Grantham, which will be an absolute dross of a pitch, um, which is the last game of the season. We really want it to be done and dusted by then if we're going to go up automatically. Because Grantham, 
you, you, you cannot play football if the pitch is anything like it was two seasons ago, three seasons ago, and four seasons ago. So well, we've got some winnable home games, haven't we? Bamba Bridge, hammered with though. We've yeah. got Bamba Bridge, we've got Stafford. Stafford. Well, Stafford. I expect us to beat them convincingly at home. Yeah. From what I saw on Saturday, I expect to, I expect to beat them convincingly. It's not an easy run in that, Chris. It's not. Uh, but, but we're saying that. We're saying that. It's not easy, but we're South Shields. Should be easy. <laughs> you like moderating your head, don't you? you yeah, it's, it's a bit relative. It's like, uh-huh. oh, well. Uh, I think, you know, we just, we just said they should be beating them all the time. So why am I not thinking that'll be easy? I should be thinking, well, we'll be, I'm confident. You're but I, Chris, you're I'm done. not. No, no, I'm not either. Because not confident. it keeps getting to... Getting a, it's like uh, loads of false horizons. Is it false horizons? False, false dawns. False dawns. Close. False dawns. Loads of them. I reckon we've had about six this season. We're on a run. We've never really gone on a good run. Well, well, apart from the start, start. Of the season, we won the first three. Like, oh, we're in here. Yeah. Well, we, we won. Uh, one, two, three, four, five, six. We won five of our first six and drew the other. Oh, I mean, on Saturday we stayed over overnight didn't we, as well. And we still couldn't get the win. Mm-hmm. Stayed overnight. Um, and if you look at the team bus, I saw a photograph on luxurious. It's absolutely, these players are treated like royalty. I mean, the back of that bus with the games area, leather couches. Games area? Well, yeah, there's two screens on the back of the bus, man. What games are they playing? Xbox or something. Ah, right. It's absolute luxury. Neither one did they kind of get up for a game. <laughs> Better not be playing Twister. They're, uh, <laughs> they're probably being relaxed on the bus too much. They're probably oh, too right. chilled, chilled out to get going. Yeah. I mean, it's ap- these players are treated... You know, magnificently. You know, if I was Jeff Thompson, I, I've invested all this money. And like the fans, time as well. shareholders have invested half a million. And like investing their time, their money every weekend, traveling hundreds of miles around the country. And you saw that at Michelover and you saw that at Ashton. It's not right, man. It's I not think, right. I, th- I think, I think. Okay, so yes, the players might a lot. Some of them might not be being as professional as we want them to be. However, the decisions that have got us here haven't been made by the players. Mm. <laughs> They've been made by the uh, leadership and the management. Mm-hmm. Some, like I just said, some big gambles early, uh, and you know they're gonna have to be accountable for that. It's if it doesn't pay off. Now listen. I hope it does with all my heart. You know how much everyone absolutely. knows how much we want them yeah, to, absolutely. to do it. Uh, and let's hope for the next two games we'll just turn it on because if that team turns it on, we talk about that midfield, right? Mitch Rose, Nathan Lowe, Robert Briggs. At this level, what a midfield. The level of both are. <coughs> well, Nathan Lowe, you know, he, for me, had his best game of the season on Saturday because he didn't try to be the quarterback. Yeah. Because you could nobody could be a quarterback on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So he didn't try to be a quarterback. He was at times he was rampaging, I would say it's a probably a bit stronger word, but he was excellent. He was excellent because he played in the right way that suits him. He didn't try to be the baller, didn't try to be the quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he was outstanding. And his goal was superb. And his dead balls were excellent. His crosses were corners were excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should have won from corner mm-hmm. with Dylan's header. Um, uh, we've got the best keeper in the league, I'd say. Certainly, in terms of shot stop and handles, yeah. his kicking's been a little bit around um, lately. But fullbacks, so the whole. It, I don't understand why that team isn't like. We don't even hardly blow any teams away, do we? Really? No, we haven't blown anyone away yeah. this season. It's, Nobody. Uh, Nobody's been baff- blown away. It's baffling. I suppose. Radcliffe away 4-0 but it's baffling but um, we've got nine games five away five away games out of nine it's not going to be you know uh, yeah. but <clears throat> so therefore we're at the stage where we more or less were two years ago we were what 10 points 12 points clear 10, 12 
What was it? What with like the same amount of games left? Well, there was ten, I think, ten games to go. I think was it ten games? Eight? I can't remember. Anyway, it's about this time. So if you look at the team, on you look at the two teams, Devil's Advocate, the team of two years ago against the team of now. Who would you fancy? Two years ago. I would, take the, I would take the team of two years ago to win by at least two clear goals. Yeah, because they've got the know-how. Because you had the spine. Boney, uh, Brown, Turnbull, Gilchrist. Well, Bally Mumba. Bally Mumba, bombing down the left. Yeah. Josh Gillies was in a bit of form. Yep. We're just scoring goals all over the place. Um, and, and, and that team, it had, you know, it had people who could mix it. It had people who could play and mix, and it had people who could play. Um, with you know, Sefton Gonzalez that season had 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 got us through January and February. Yes, it didn't end Big well, man. Yeah, but he got us the victory. He was outstanding at Lancaster. Yeah, outstanding at Grantham. Excellent, very good at Morpeth. We got seven points out of nine there. We went to Bamber Bridge. Sefton was suspended by the club at that time yeah. but that was the day uh, we would be Bamba comfortably um, and that, that team you know um, so <laughs> there's the blueprint you that threw it in the bin threw the blueprint we in the threw bin. the blueprint in the bin <laughs> the baby out of the bathwater as they say um, <laughs> so there was the blueprint to get out of this league we had a bit of everything on, you know, concentrating on good football, by the way. You know, and you know what? But what, we could we could mix it. And if you if you if you've got that model, you then <clears throat> you can then find more players like Turnbull, like that kind of maybe League Gator or or higher like high clubs York or in even Conference League teams. But when you go full line, you just discount that whole local base. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I, Time will tell. I think time will tell. It's going to be a decent decision. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say a great decision when we get promoted. Mm-hmm. But oh my goodness, it could be an absolutely own goal if we don't. It'd be interesting to see you know, if we get together, I don't know, in a month's time, would we be made to eat our words? I hope so. I really hope so. Because... Um, we really want this club to go on. We want the players to. We want the players to do well. We want to see them enjoy themselves, express themselves, and play. And but do it with energy. You know, it, I think most football supporters, genuine football supporters, would forgive a team or players for getting beat if they've put seen they've put everything in. But the perception is that not everything is being put in. The away games I've gone to. You, I walk away thinking that the other team worked harder than us. Yes. And sometimes it's not about fitness. People say, oh, full time fitness. It's about working hard. Mm-hmm. About putting yourself into the, out of the comfort zone, into the danger area, mm-hmm. and really going for it. Putting your body in, on the line. Which they did on Saturday. Yeah. Jordan got a one in the face. Jack mm-hmm. got one in the face. Mm-hmm. You know, and it was an excellent point. I think people kind of um, might not see that. It will. On the whole scheme of things, in those conditions, when you couldn't play football at all and you had to battle, we came away from Stafford with a point. Now that was an excellent point, but it was made to look average because of the result at Ashton on the yes, on a very bad pitch at Ashton. But again, it was the perception of what had gone on at Ashton. The lack of effort, the lack of endeavour, which you can forgive, but when you've got actually a neutral, i.e. the commentator, saying Same that man. all of a sudden shields look urgent. Oh, I, I heard that they, I heard them say that Ashton should have been more than one up. Hmm? It was coming. The, the yeah, yeah, it was coming. Was I was listening. It was coming. It was coming. Uh, I think I was just been reflecting there, and I wasn't planning on saying all this. I think I think it comes from a place of uh, worry, because mm-hmm. it's just like how many more times are we going to get in the lead and get a good run, and then just make it hard for ourselves? And if we keep continuing to do that. And you've got the playoffs, and you, it's a bit of a lottery, but then again, I'd still fancy us against whoever we were in the playoffs. No, uh, I no think way. I would. I, think I, I would. would. If, we, if, if we got to the playoffs, I would not fancy us. 
I, I think I would. And I think the, the last time we did it, we got beat off Morton, who were a very good team. Because, yeah. uh, I don't yeah, know, yeah. I just... None of these teams scare us, though, when I've seen them play the, up the top. They don't. Yeah, kind of beat. Uh, well, I don't know. I, 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 see, not getting promoted at the top isn't exactly the end of the world. So I think we've yeah. at least got to play our place. Oh, we have, definitely. Yeah, so it's not the end of the world. There's still a chance, but you're right. We should be. I wouldn't fancy us in the playoffs. Like. I really wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Two legs, isn't it? No, no, it's one leg. One leg? Is it? Yeah, so second place, fourth. Oh, yes. Third yes. place, um, sorry, second place, fifth. Third place, fourth. Uh-huh. And the highest ranked, so the second place team plays at home. Okay. And then the highest oh, yeah, ranked. You played Buxton, so the highest also. ranked finalist plays at home. Both okay. one legs, one off games, not out games. So if we finish second. You've got home advantage all the way through. All the way through. But, uh, no, I, I really, you know, I really want us to go up quickly because um, I want to stick two fingers up at the Northern Premier League and people like, you know, like people who have had a go at Shields, I want to, I want to stick two fingers up at them and, um, and I want the players to stick t- two fingers up at me yeah. if they hear any of this criticism, I don't mind. I've said it before on loads of podcasts, I'd love to eat massive slices of humble pie. Um, but we can only, I can only say what I feel on what I've seen. We've seen some abject performances. This too we've many seen, abject performances. We've seen brilliance, you know, that yeah. second half against Nantwich. I say brilliance. We didn't have to be that good, but we did. We had to be good enough to get from 2-0 down, you know. Um, so we haven't wipe the floor with anybody this season and really you know we should because if you look at say that just for example a Manchester City or a Liverpool or someone or in, in, in any league where you've got a team that or teams that are seen to be miles better than anybody oh, you else get lots of you know, you are going to get you are going to get the odd giant killing you are going to mm-hmm. get the odd little you know but they do go and give teams stuffings yep. you know we've never done that this season we have not done that I do think though I, I would love it to happen now. I'm really if we beat them. Um, I do think though our home mojo is back. I hope so. I think I think I've noticed that the crowd's a lot more positive than it used to be. You know what I would like to see, Ron? Players of. So Bamba Bridge have been on a bad run of form. They've seen it really hit the buffers. I would like to see us go out and destroy them mm-hmm. and really put on a show and and uh, because they play good football. So you know they're not. They, we owe them one, by the way. We owe them one. Um, <clears> they, they're not unless they've changed their psyche. They're not going to come and and um, play long ball. Yeah. So it should be a decent spectacle. Go and play them off the park. Play these. Go to Baseford on Saturday on a. And we, and we played well against Baseford last time I was there. Yes, which is, we did. Baxter scored early doors. Didn't uh, uh, you know we played really well that day. It's a, it's a normally a decent three G surface. Go and play and, and prove. Shield metal. Go yeah. on, go and do it. Um, I think we would worry. This is like a rallying call. I think just yeah. to to do what we know they're all capable of, and but do it consistently. And let's not have any more days off. Aye. Between now and the end of the season, we've got nine. We've got nine games of football. Because if we get promoted, you have plenty of days off and plenty of drinks on me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if where we get promoted, that's a promise. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's it's like one of those things. It's like it's there for them. They could be heroes at this club. Absolutely. Imagine if we did it and we just pulled it around. We'd be heroes. The parties. I mean, there's not like a South Shields party. Fantastic. I've been in loads. Only me in that world. And I think also it would be a fitting tribute to to Mickey Taylor. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know t- to lose Mickey. South Shields legend, just not just South Shields FC, but Northeast football legend. Um, it would be a fitting tribute to him for Shields to get promoted, and and because it just would, in my view, it just would. It also, yeah, completely agree with you. Just such sad news, and it it would be very sweet <clears throat> if we were to do that. Definitely, and I think, <clears throat> but also, you know. The volunteers, 
the fans, the they deserve it. They've put so much into the last four years. Yeah. Blood, sweat, and tears off the pitch. Mm-hmm. When you see it on the pitch, we saw it on Saturday. There was plenty of blood, sweat, not tears, but we saw blood and sweat on Saturday. And the, I certainly couldn't fault the players on Saturday. If we produce that effort, game in, game out, they'll do it. But it, but can they do it? Will they do it? They can, but will they? Will they? Uh, that's the question. So, so base went on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Really looking forward to it. I am. It's a, it's, it's a massive game. I just want them to turn. You look at them. You know, we do the commentary. You look at the teams. You're like, that looks like a fantastic team. Is it like? And then they start off well, and then it just you just can see it. The grading, and you go looking at each other, going, "Oh, this is." This isn't going well. <laughs> but I hope it, I just, you know, I'd love it. Just like you said, mm-hmm. go out and express yourself. Go out and stamp your authority on this league. Because there's there's some there's a good number of fans going on Saturday. I, I, there's three coach loads that I know going. Okay. So we're going to have a good following. Good. And I want to I hear some noise. Uh, well, you, the thing is though, right? We talk about the consistency of the players. The consistency of our fans is 100% mm-hmm. every time. That's we just need the same from the players. Averaging two thousand now. Wow, oh, it's, it's just incredible. That um, Boreham Wood, who were playing Everton the other day, and they only just got beat Premier League club. Average game was one thousand two hundred. <laughs> it's like what? We should be playing Everton. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So lads, if you list any Shields players, any management listening, this is the rallying cry. Is the Go rallying. and prove what we've said tonight wrong. And there's pints in it for me. <laughs> I'll hold me... Uh, I'll, I'll keep me counsel on that one, Ronald. But if not, seriously, go and do it. It's time for Shields to step up, prove to this league that we're too good for it. Get yeah. out of it yeah. and let this club go forward. Because I'm convinced in the National League North, some of the players we've actually brought in will flourish we'll at just a higher a level. Trajectory up. Yeah. No doubt about it. Go on, lads. Do it for us all. Um, do it for yourselves as well. So, from Matthew, who's sitting in the corner there, he's kept quiet, and he, yeah, well, it'll be so. Scores? Are you saying that um, Ashton's won one against Buxton? Very Buxton. good. No, Matlock. Matlock won. Ashton won. Very good. Keep it going. And so, from Matthew, Ronnie, thanks very much. No problem. My pleasure. So, from Matthew, Ronnie, and Chris, thanks for listening. Um, Let's go and do it. Let's go and do it. Nine games of football to go. Let's be having you. We're on our way. (laughs) Thanks for listening. See you soon. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to this Mariners podcast. There'll be another one along soon before you can see it. Robert Briggs.